the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and my co-host Don Dick is the chapter leader for ACT for America in Corona. And uh, we certainly have big news and very, very sad news is the lead, we, lead item this week that we, that, we, that we need to discuss. Exactly right. It is with a heavy heart that we have to talk about the big news that impacted our country. But because of the proximity to us here in California, this particular event affects a lot of families throughout California. We're talking about the event that occurred in Las Vegas at the Route 91 Country Music Festival uh, Sunday evening, the mass shooting event by an individual that we're still trying to find out from the authorities what may have motivated him. Usually within 48 hours of of a major event like that, the authorities are very quickly able to ascertain who the person was, what their motive was. They've left a digital footprint that, you know, and they're all too happy usually to declare what their motives were. I would just add an aside, unless the perpetrator was an Islamist, in which case oftentimes they are totally unable to, for months and years, to figure out what. The, 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 when the killer was going around shooting people, shouting Ahu Akbar, and that's not what happened in, in this case, yeah. that they, the motive is unknown is often the response of the authorities. Right. Let's not rush to blame Islam, but in this case, there was, in the, it, even in the hours following this event, there was a rush to blame guns as if it is the gun that picked itself up and fired itself out of the window of Mandalay Bay. But this is a particularly sad event because it touches a lot of us locally here in our communities because we have friends and neighbors that were at this event that were uh, victims of paddocks shooting rampage from the 32nd floor of Mandalay Bay. And most of the concert attendees were from California. They were. And one of the first that I want to mention is Thomas Day, who was a lifelong Corona resident. The Orange County Register had a full article on him. He was 54 years old, was remembered by co-workers on Tuesday, October 3rd, as a man who loved just hanging out with his adult children and easily and quickly made friends with his business customers. He was killed Sunday night in the shooting rampage at the Route 91 Harvest Festival in Las Vegas. Very sad that, uh, you know, neighbors. And it reminds me, Greg, of the news that we woke up to here in San Bernardino when an Islamic terrorist uh, used this community, San Bernardino, 
to uh, wage his jihad when we had 14 neighbors, actually 36 neighbors between the uh, fatalities and the wounded. And those those who are wounded still bear the scars uh, of that day are still trying to get over both the physical and emotional trauma of that day yeah, as that, well. That isn't talked about enough is that your focus is on the is on the us on the the dead but those that are wounded may have years of recovery ahead of them if they ever fully recover physically never mind the emotional and mental recovery from such an incident exactly another very sad bit of news that comes out of this is the uh, mother of four about to be married an east vale resident who was among the shooting victims uh, her name is Rocio Roca, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Gulin, uh, or Julin, depending on how you, G-U-I-L-L-E-N. As I said, a mother of four, uh, loved country music, loved running. She was fatally shot at the Harvest Festival on Sunday night. She was 40 years old, had grown up in Anaheim, and was at the concert with her fiancé, Chris Jask. Jacksha, when the shooting broke out. Uh, very, uh, very sad uh, piece of news there. Um, As, uh, Hannity, this past week, he had uh, he had uh, some of the, the victims as well as the first responders and that uh, dealt so well with this, with this uh, horrific event. Is a, a man, I think they've been married for 28 years or 32 years. They were at the concert and they took off running and, well, she was. He, he, they were holding hands as they were running, and she was shot in the head and killed. You know, it's hard to get your head around this, and it's especially difficult because we have absolutely no clue as to what motive, as if somehow that would make it better, and I don't know that it does, but at least, you know, at this point, you know, we're left scratching our head. What motivated this evil and it was well planned. So I mean, this this was not something that somebody snaps and you know, they get fired from their job and they go back to the job to take their revenge. This was planned well for months in advance, of, if not longer. And here you have a guy who was a multimillionaire, had plenty, has had plenty of money, uh, all of all the physical things of life that people would want to have in retirement. And what would lead somebody to do this and to think about it and plan it? And so, and so far, that, uh, that, is a, that is a mystery. And the lack of information that's been coming out seems to me to be unusual and suspicious. Now, maybe there really is nothing. Maybe there was no documents, nothing in his electronic devices that would in any way shed light on what his thinking was prior to this horrific event. But I tend, I, th- I think there probably, there must have been s- something. Well, clearly there is. The authorities just have yet to be able to, uh, f- you know, put the pieces together is, is really it. But what, what is bizarre to me, Greg, so far, and of course we're, we're, we record our show on Thursdays for broadcast on Saturday. So we're only dealing with the information that we have as of Thursday. Good point. But one of the things that seems to be almost obviously and blatantly missing from the press conferences that the Clark County Sheriff has been doing 
is any video, surveillance video of Paddock coming and going from his car, coming into and out of the Mandalay Bay Casino, uh, entering the hallway in his room in and out, as I'm sure he did multiple times during this whole event. You know casinos are some of the most heavily surveilled properties in America. They do that, obviously, because they want to know, you know, they want to spot crimes, both crimes against person, but crimes against the property, people that are cheating. Right. So what's conspicuously missing from the evidence that the authorities have been giving us during these multiple per day press conferences is any video of Paddock entering or leaving the building. This, to me, is conspicuous. It's blatant because they they te- they they gave us video of the cameras, the body cameras, the, of the, the police, and police and the sheriffs, yes. during the shooting. So clearly they're analyzing video. And they had an, any number of those police officers and first responders that were wearing body cameras, and they've been examining that video. Where's the video from the Mandalay Bay? That's the missing piece that I think is very blatant, and I think it speaks volumes to the rabbit hole that investigators are going down right now. Was he operating alone? Did he have help? I mean, he he would have gotten 10 bags, hundreds of pounds of uh, weaponry into this room. Did he do it? A 64-year-old man that wasn't necessarily in shape, did he do that by himself? Right. And why did he need so many guns? One one might understand, given what he was doing, why he would want a lot of ammunition. But why does he? I mean, how many guns were there? There were dozens in that room. Why would you need so many? Right. And so it, it gets it gets. There was a comment by the sheriff. It says, you know, do, you know, was he radicalized? And it was kind of a throwaway comment. And I don't know that it's really been followed up on. If I if I had a chance to ask him some questions, you know, I would. You know, there was a there's a picture of a note, a piece of paper in the, in the room. Did he leave a did he leave a note? Did he leave any materials? Never mind what they say. Did he leave any? Yep. Have you accessed his electronic devices? Have did you find any religious or political materials in his hotel room, his de- electronic devices, his mesquite Nevada house, or his other property? Never mind did they play a role? Did you find any such materials? Yeah, there's oh, other there's a, there's there's just a heck of a there's just a heck of a lot of questions that are that there aren't are. being answered. And I think it's increasingly suspicious that how little information we're getting. Got some more thoughts on this as well as the names of some of the other victims and wounded that were from our community when we return on the Unite IE radio show. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, Call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed, he's a good guy, he'll talk to you like a friend, and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now is the time to buy or refinance. 
Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. We're going over some of our thoughts about this devastating news that we, some of us woke up to on Monday morning. Some of us never got to bed like me yeah, you, Monday. You, you, yeah, we, we talked, what was it, uh, Tuesday morning? Or was it Monday we did. And you, you said you've been up till 4.30 in the morning following this on social. And that's, that's the interesting side point of this is where, do you, where can you go now to get the most immediate information about an, a, 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 a occurrence that is happening? And it's, not, it's no longer television. It's exactly right because a friend of mine posted a video that someone had taken and posted to their social media, one of the concert goers, one of the music festival participants. And they had posted this video to their social media account. Immediately, it was getting shared rapidly. And I saw this at about, I don't know, 10.30. And at ten, so at 10.30, I'm like, this is weird. Because I pay pretty close attention to what breaking news is going on. I've got a couple of apps on my smartphone. Uh, I've got a couple of programs on my computer that pop up breaking news because it's and there was nothing. It was complete radio silence. And I was, and, and I watched this video multiple times, and I was like, is this the video of a movie that I haven't seen? Is this, I mean, literally, I was questioning the video because there was no, and it wasn't until pretty close to 11 o'clock that the major media outlets started reporting on this. So a full 50 minutes after the first shots were fired, as we're finding out, 10.08 was when, Paddock began firing weapons that had been rigged to function like automatic weapons from the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay. And the initial reports were two dead, 20, you know, but no indication of what this was. Mm -hmm. Was it a robbery gone wrong? Was it a, you know, a, an art, a gang, you know, violence that you wouldn't be out of character for Las Vegas. There are gangs in Vegas. You just didn't know. And it wasn't until about 1130 that the numbers started ticking up, that the reports started coming in, that the media who had been following now the police scanners started reporting. And based on that video I saw at roughly 1030 and what I heard, because there were in this particular video, there were two bursts of automatic weapons, no indication where it was coming from, but everybody was ducking for cover. Those initial reports of two dead, I thought would be impossible, that there had to be Dozens and dozens of individuals dead if you had automatic weapons firing into a crowded music festival. And as it turns out, we now know uh, exactly what happened. But the point is exactly what you said. Our way of getting news is shifting and news that breaks about this now is going to first be broken over social media. Right. But you also... it's. Since everybody can participate, it becomes harder to discern what, what the truth is. I've seen, and I haven't watched all of them, there are a lot of posts in the video people are claiming, aha, see, this proves there was more than one shooter. 
and I and I watched a couple of them and I go, I don't, no. I don't I don't see how you 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 get that from that you video. You don't because the the one that is notorious for trying to uh, imply or or that people are using to try to apply imply that there were multiple shooters was from a cab driver who was situated directly below the flat side, the flat long side of Mandalay Bay. I've been there a number of times. I know that casino and the driveway into the main entranceway which is where cabs will position themselves or along that long flat side which is where one of the windows was broken out 32 stories above that he was shooting from and the sound of those rounds is captured on his video it's very clear very clear and then when he stops and goes to the side window that's at an almost 30 degree angle from the flat side you hear that automatic burst but it's almost an echo of itself. It's diminished, and people are saying, aha, there's multiple shooters. Well, the acoustics are completely different shooting out of that side window, and most of what you're hearing is the echo coming back at you from the other buildings in the area. It makes it sound like it's coming from a whole different neighborhood. Yeah, I saw, I saw that's one of the videos that I watched. And what was, was also interesting there was, is that is while well, you could hear these bursts of what sounded like automatic gunfire, people were standing out there in front of the hotel like, Mm, nothing. Right, and that's what the cab driver was saying. He's like, nobody's moving, nobody's running. This is clearly, and it was loud, it was clearly automatic fire, but no movement out of the security guards that were posted below, no movement out of, and this was at 10-10, 10-15, as he's shooting into the crowd, and people are oblivious to it. And I would think that you'd have, and this is one of the things that struck me about the response of Las Vegas and the lack of information we just talked about. Here you have an area that, in my mind, is an area based on the crowds, the casinos, the outdoor events that is ripe for a terrorist event. And you would think that you would have the folks at these facilities, even the the, the valets, would be more trained and sensitive to you know, that kind of sound, what does that sound? Because there's a distinct difference between automatic weapons fire, especially out of an AK, and firecrackers going off. Right, and I know, I know in some of the video I've seen is the people in, in, in the concert, at first they, did, they, they couldn't believe, they couldn't accept that this, this was gunfire. Especially because this particular show is a pyrotechnics-heavy show. There's a lot of explosions and fire, and so there was that confusion but shortly thereafter, um, it does, you know, it becomes apparent. Corona resident, former Corona resident, Aaron Jenkins. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, current Corona resident, Aaron Jenkins, is very grateful to have survived Sunday's mass shooting that left dozens of dead. He was wounded in his leg. He was there with his wife and both of them, uh, Jessica Jenkins, and both of them, uh, survived and were interviewed at the Ontario airport when they left. So prayers for he and his Absol- family. Absolutely. Um, barely had the gunfire stopped when the Democrats and the mainstream media, but then I repeat myself, started trying to use this tragedy to advance their agenda of taking away gun rights from law-abiding Americans. And in our final segment this half hour, we're going to dive into that. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. 
I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and the conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high-interest debt, or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll-free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event. Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 01147747. And California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB number 096199. AM 590 The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. As we concluded our last segment, barely had the gunfire in Las Vegas stopped when the Democrats and the mainstream media began using this tragedy, as they always do in such, in such events, to advance their agenda to restrict the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding Americans as if that would solve the problem. And, of course, the bills, and often the bills they propose wouldn't have solved even the crime at issue. Well, that's just it. You know, you had earlier this week, Trey Gowdy came out and said, show me which of these laws have not been properly implemented this this conversation jimmy kimmel took to his late night venue in order to rail against the evil gun owners of america hillary clinton was on one of the late night talk shows talking about how um the nra uh, is one of the most evil organizations when are we going to put that thing to bed Chuck Schumer did the same thing. And what's interesting is you have these leaders that are talking. Chuck Schumer's conversation was particularly graphic because he said the victims right now are in heaven looking down and asking us and begging us to do something about the violence. I got a question for Chuck Schumer. What are the victims of abortion, the millions of lives that have been taken from the Democrats pet project called abortion what are those millions of lives screaming down at democrats asking them to spare their lives absolutely and but as rush as rush said that this week uh, maybe chuck schumer can channel the dead because the democrats own the dead vote well and then there's that yeah but but kind of a little, a little more seriously on the on the subject is that there is no evidence that restricting the rights of law-abiding citizens to own guns has any effect on homicide, on crime, or on mass shootings. In fact, if anything, it's the, it's the opposite. The more guns there are, the safer you are. And there's a guy, James Lott, or his last name is Lott, I forget the first name, has done some research into this. Uh, since 1993, up to 2014, the number of privately owned firearms increased 56%. American Enterprise Institute, by yep. the way. And the, at the same time, the gun homicide rate declined 49%. Exactly right. But you never will hear anybody from the left citing that particular graph. And if you look around, both around the United States, state to state, and region to region, and around the world in, in various countries, you cannot show that there is correlation between the availability of guns and homicide and crime. 
it just doesn't exist. But that doesn't stop that doesn't stop the left and the Democrats because their agenda is to take away the Second Amendment. Well, that is totally their agenda. And based on what we're going to learn from our guest in the next half hour, Trevor Loudon, there is a reason that they would like to take away their our guns. And it goes along with the communist, socialist, Marxist agenda. If you look at what happened in Germany, if you look at countries like China, North Korea, um, you know, even Mexico, no gun law. I mean, gun ownership, those citizens well, are they, sitting well, ducks. Yeah, there must, be, there must be no crime in Mexico. Well, exactly. And here's the truth of it. Every month, there's a Las Vegas, Nevada mass shooting event. It doesn't happen from one person, but it happens from dozens of people. In Chicago. Easily more than what were affected by the event in Vegas happen in Chicago every month. Show me where gun laws have will will stop the violence in Chicago and I will begin you'll win me over to your side. Coming up next, Trevor Loudon just produced a very important video on Antifa and we had an event that happened last week on a college campus right here in the Inland Empire at University of California, Riverside, where a young man had his red Make America hat snatched. We will talk to Trevor Loudon about the nexus between that event and Antifa after the break. Last Wednesday at an orientation meeting on the campus of University of California, Riverside, a student wearing a red Make America Great hat was there participating in a six-hour orientation for leaders of on-campus groups. Another student, apparently triggered by the presence of the red Make America Great hat, ran up to him, snatched the hat, ran over to student services, student life services, I think is what it's called, on campus, and attempted to turn the hat in as an example of hate speech on campus that should not be tolerated. Greg, have you seen the video that went viral with over 4 million views? Oh, and I enjoyed every minute. Well, say I enjoyed every minute of it. That's uh, impartially true, I mean, because she was so over the top. But it illustrates something far more serious, is her anti-American beliefs have been taught to her. She's learned that in places like the University of California, Riverside, and probably in the K-12 schools. Exactly. She did not get that indoctrination from uh, Cartoon Network or you know, TV, watching late night. Well, these days you never know. Well, that's true. Maybe she did. Yeah, well, yeah, you, don't, you don't know. She right. got it from Teen Vogue. That's Teen true. Follow that stuff. That's true. Who, and who that, is that, this, who, who's that third voice here? I hear that 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 voice that's coming in from the bleachers is a very good friend of ours, a friend of the United IE Radio Show, a friend of us here in Southern California. He has written the book called Enemies Within, produced the video of the same name and starred in it along with a number of uh, folks, and has just produced a brand new video called America Under Siege. Antifa, uh, Trevor Loudon joins us on the United IE Radio Show. Trevor, welcome to the Ra- United IE Radio Show. Well, great, great to see you, Don and Greg. It's, it's good to be here. Well, we appreciate you joining us on short notice, especially you're off in Minnesota, apparently, getting ready to deliver another one of your stellar talks. And I introduced this segment with you with that uh, 
with that video because, as Greg said, this student learned this somewhere. Now, as it turns out, Trevor, she's an ethnic studies major, and I understand that those departments are almost predominantly staffed with individuals that have not just a left view of the world, but an extreme left view of the world, one that can be considered, and I just am learning about these terms, postmodernistic cultural Marxist world view. And your video is describing another expression of the uh, teaching that students are learning that's expressing itself in this radical, violent movement called Antifa. Is there a connection between the student at UCR that snatched that red Make America Great hat and expressed her anti-American views in that video that went viral and your work on Antifa? Look, it's a complete correlation, you know. What, what, how can generations of young kids in the colleges and on the streets be so vitriolically anti-American, opposed, you know, basically grew up thinking, they think that President Trump, the Republican Party, conservatives, Christians, are fascist and racist. You know, they, they share the same indoctrination, and that, that's going on in the K-12s, it's going on in magazines like Teen Vogue, it's, uh, and it's going on in the universities like, like, like crazy. And, and um, the UC California system, the UC uh, system is not unusual in this, so it's probably more extreme there than some places. Um, these kids are being indoctrinated. They are, you know, you cannot be a conservative on these campuses right now unless you want to be a very much persecuted, vilified minority. You do not dare wear American flags or Trump hats or you know, step on me T-shirts or anything like this, tread on me T-shirts, because you will be you will be vilified and chased out of the place. Now, this particular video uh, that went viral, Trevor, uh, represented a departure on UCR's campus because I talked to some of the conservative uh, students that make up the Young Republican Club there, and they said they've never had a problem wearing their red Make America Great hats before that this is all of a sudden something new they're experiencing on campus. Do you, in your work, in producing this video, has has there been a ratcheting up on college campuses of the activities, whether it's social justice warriors or Antifa or uh, any of these other things? Um, have you... Did, have you seen a ratcheting up of this, that students going back to campus, back to, uh, uh, you know, their studies this year are going to experience? Yeah, well, I think it is. It's, it's especially in the last year. It sort of started off, got going a little bit with the Occupy movement. It really ramped up through, through Black Lives Matter. Then since the election, of, during the election cycle, and especially since the election of President Trump, the social justice warriors have just gone ballistic. It is really, the pressure has really ramped up on campuses across the country, and and that's where we've seen the growth of the Antifa movement. You know, Antifa's been around for a while, but very localised, very small, and and they didn't really commit a lot of violence. But in the last year, especially the last seven or eight months, they have just 
really gone crazy. And I, I think it's because the, the Trump election caught the left by surprise. And they want to make sure that can never, ever happen again. They, they, they got to shut down the free speech of conservatives. They've got to shut down talk, talk radio. They've got to shut down our voice on the Internet. And all of those things are happening. And the Antifa, other, other, the thugs, the shop, shock troops, were shutting down our voice on the campuses and on the streets. To what extent are is Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the Occupy Wall Street? Are these just some you know, the more extreme leftists out there operating on their own, or is there some structure behind them and controlling them? Well, there's, there's completely there, there is structure. The Antifa itself is a bit like a franchise. You know, um, it's not a unified block across the country where it. Whichever communist group or whichever anarchist group is strongest in a certain area, they will adopt the local Antifa franchise, like BAM, Black, you know, by any means necessary in Berkeley, and um, the Knights for Socialism in Orlando, Florida, and Flyover Resistance out in Iowa. They will pick up the Antifa flag and put on the Antifa uniform and do what they have to do. But the left has, is unified around a certain number of, of points. You know, one is anti-racism and the other is stopping the Trump agenda by any means necessary. Because they understand if this is a successful presidency, it realigns American politics. It takes away the minorities out of the control of the Democratic Party. And they are freaking out about that. So the entire radical left in the country is trying to stop Trump by any means necessary and Antifa is doing the job that some of the more mainstream left-wing groups want, don't want to be seen publicly doing. There's a big tie between Antifa and the Democrats in many places. Uh, someone I saw a meme once that uh, the, had a picture of the KKK the, the, as the military wing of the Democrat Party previously, then these guys in their black pajamas as the new military wing of the Democrat Party. Yeah. Trevor, well, yeah. well, you know, can yeah. you hold that, Trevor? Can you hold that thought? We need to take a quick break. Yeah. Um, I want to sure. make sure folks know where they can go get your video. In the meantime, you can go to the website Trevor T R E V O R Loudon L O U D O N dot com. It's the featured post on Trevor Loudon's New Zeal blog. You can go watch this very important thirty-minute video describing who Antifa is and where it comes from. And we're going to get into more of that topic with Trevor. Loudon on the Unite IE radio program after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer.
This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are very pleased to have Trevor Loudon is on the line with us today. He is the author of the book, The Enemies Within, and the producer and star of the movie, The Enemies Within. You can find more about him on trevorloudon.com, where he blogs regularly. And today we're talking about Antifa, and we were left off our discussion about is Antifa under, is are they the new military wing of the Democrat Party? And there's, there's a long history. They, this Antifa didn't just originate last year or the last two years. It goes back further than that. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, well, um, it really started with Leon Trotsky. He needed, you know, when they're trying to take over Russia in the revolution, they needed armies of thugs that could go out and intimidate opposition. And he created these little bands of armed thugs and they did their job, and they eventually became the Red Army, the Soviet Red Army. Then in the 1920s, you had anti-fa, anti-fascista um, units fighting against Mussolini's black shirts in Italy. The Italian communists were behind those. Then in the 1930s, late 1920s, the German Communist Party set up anti-fa units with the flag, the same flag they have now, and those units were used to battle the black shirts, the, the brown shirts, Hitler's brown shirts. But the interesting thing is when Hitler won that battle, about 50%, you know, 50, they, they all crossed over. The, uh, a whole bunch of German communists and Antifa crossed over and joined the black shirts. They say it joined the brown shirts. 55% of brown shirt ranks at one point were former communists or socialists, which shows they were just, one branch of thugs becoming another branch of thugs. Okay. There was no real difference between them. And um, so they popped up again in Germany in the 1990s and Britain in the 1990s, and they really became a thing in America this year. So they have been around for a while. There was a, a Rose City Antifa, which was set up in 2007 in Portland, Oregon. But, but they are really they're a, a, a relatively new phenomenon in America. But they're big in Latin America. They're big right throughout Europe. In some parts of Europe, they control whole towns. They have no-go zones where the police dare not enter. And they're very, very powerful. But in every case, they are protected by the local left-wing parties, the local left-wing city councils. And we see in America that most of the violence has been in Portland, Oregon, the Bay Area, um, Boston, Massachusetts, uh, Richmond, Virginia, all towns controlled by far-left Democrat city councils and all towns where the police have been told to stand down while Antifa does its violence. Well, that, no that, there. Well, that, and that's a great point, is how the Democrats, as you mentioned, if not working in concert with them, are working in tandem with them to suppress speech that they and the government couldn't otherwise do. Because in, in Charlottesville, the, the authorities wanted to shut down that rally, and the ACLU went to court and said, no, no matter how repugnant these people may be, they have a right to have, to have their protest uh, in favor of keeping the General Lee statue in the park. Then yeah. what they did is, yeah. they, is, is they pulled the police back 
and let the violence ensue, and then use that as an excuse. Oh, there's violence. We have to shut down the rally now. And then to make it worse yeah. is they had the police channel the uh, white supremacist protesters into the Antifa's. Yeah, exactly. instead of keeping they, them apart, they provoked, the, they pro- pro- provoked the confrontation. And and see, this is so Antifa is the Democrats' way of getting around the First Amendment. You create enough violence to create a public safety issue, and then you say, well, we can't have this going on because there's just too much violence, you know? And and so this is their way of getting around it, intimidating opposition. And see, now we have... have, It's hard for conservatives to hold events in certain places because halls will not hire to conservatives now. You cannot get a permit for a rally because... You know, there's going to be violence. We can't have that. So this is, Antifa is the tool being used by the Democrats to shut down our speech. It's a very, very serious issue. It goes way beyond the thuggery on the streets. It really does. Now, would you say, I got two a two-part question for you that, 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 that are linked. The first is, would you say that most of the people that are participating in this movement, this Antifa movement, that their political views are decidedly socialist, communist, Marxist. And then secondly, that there's a strategy within those uh, political views that says that the way for those views to end up dominating is to create chaos that the other folks like us will finally relent to the government and go, whatever you need to do, end this, which includes becoming more the objective of Antifa, which is to move the government more in the direction of socialism and communism. Look, look, absolutely. And that's why Islamic terrorism is, is dangerous, too, because, you know, we accept things like waiting, you know, um, TSA uh, restrictions at airports and things. America has become more to- more government controlled because of the terrorists, and uh, the same with Antifa. They want to create chaos. They know they can't have a revolution themselves, but they know they can create so much chaos and instability that people will accept restrictions to restore order. The government will say, "Well, we don't really want to restrict your freedom, but." You're asking for this, and we have to oblige because we need to settle things down. It's a very old trick, a very, very old trick. So Antifa, these people are Marxists and communists through and through. Absolutely, 100%, this is a communist movement. It doesn't mean that all of these young Antifa thugs understand this. Some of these are just homeless street kids. They've really been uh, brought into a cult. But their leaders, they certainly understand this is Marxism-Leninism. This is organized chaos for the purpose of creating a revolution or a government crackdown. In your in your book and in your movie, The Enemies Within, you well document, and, we'll, and I want to dive into this in our in our in our next segment with you, is the connections between Democrats and communists and Marxists, and, and we'll, we'll give you a chance to talk and, and flesh that out in our next segment after this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this.
When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. We are pleased to have on the line Trevor Loudon, who is the author of the book and the producer and star of the movie The Enemies Within. And we left our discussion, uh, but we talked about Antifa and the connection to the Democrat Party. In your book and in your movie, you document in quite an exquisite detail the connection between many Democrats and the communist, socialists, and Marxists. Elaborate on that, please. Yeah, well, look, yeah. And I'll make a statement here. America right now is undergoing a socialist revolution. Even under President Trump, it was certainly going full steam ahead under Barack Obama, but it's still going ahead under President Trump. The, the Marxists have taken control of the unions. They've contra- taken control of the universities, of much of the media, of much of the many of the levers of state. The Marxists are very much in control. The model we're looking at right now is Czechoslovakia 1948, when the communists seized the main organs of power, the state security services, and they used those organs of power to suppress conservatives, um, farmers, small businessmen, etc., until they can consolidate their revolution. That is where we are now. And that's the horrible thing. And many leading Democrats are active part of this. Many of them go along to get along, but ultimately the left in this country, which is the Democratic, from right from the top of the Democratic Party to the Antifa in the streets, are united in a desire for socialism and united in a desire to smash conservatives, President Trump and the Republican Party. That's chilling, Trevor, what you just said, that we're undergoing a socialist revolution that's similar to what Czechoslovakia went under in, you said, 1948? Yeah, well, 1940. I think it was, it was culminated in 48. It was, it was huh. the communists took over officially three years after the war. It took them three years to do it. And it's not just the uh, regular universities. You may have been following the news about this uh, uh, ca- this cadet at West Point, now a second lieutenant in the army, yeah, and who, who, Rapone, yeah. who, who posts on who posts on a, a social media. He's written inside his cap, "Communism will win." But yeah. it, it turns out, and just an article I read on on this past Thursday is that he was he was he was written up for his anti-American beliefs and for his insubordination of another of one of the officers there back in 2015. But nothing was done. His so- yeah. the, the, the professor noted his, his social media post back in fifteen. He wrote F, and he didn't he didn't abbreviate this country and its false freedom. How, and so, how many more yeah. uh, how many more communist officers are there that aren't stupid enough to put it on social media? And you would never think that this well, would be produced at West Point. Well, no, you wouldn't. But he's far from alone. I'm just writing a, a, an article right now. It's called Spencer Malone. Spencer Rapone is not alone. More Marxists in the military. You know, they, there is an infiltration going on because that's one of the main conservative institutions in the country. 
and that they have to get people inside, and they are doing that. And they're not all as stupid as Spencer Rapone, who would write it and post it on social media. Most of them are far more subtle and sophisticated than that. So let me ask you this. In our final minute and a half here, Trevor, um, if you've got any ideas, and I just want to put the thought out there, traditionally conservative students that make up conservative groups have been pushing up back against other students. Is there anything that these students can do or exposing the narrative? What can conservative students, Republican clubs on campuses throughout this country and in our community, what can they do now to expose this further? Look, what I think they should be doing is taking the cell phones to every sociology lecture, every political science lecture, every Marxist lecture, and recording, covertly recording their professors spout off. And then cull that stuff, send it to groups like Turning Point USA, send it to, to, to my blog, com, and we will start publicizing this stuff as much as possible. The goal has got to be to, to end the Department of Education, end um, the, the, the socialization of student loans, and basically reduce the power of these universities, you know. My, <laughs> We'd be a lot better off if 80% of American kids did trade apprenticeships and only 20% went to college instead of the ridiculous numbers that are going there now to be indoctrinated. But hold your, hold your professors to account. Record what they say and publicize it and publicize it and publicize it. Great, uh, you know, make them accountable for what they're doing to you. Absolutely. Great idea. That happened here in Or at Orange Coast College. A student recorded a professor saying that the people that voted for Donald Trump were terrorists. So more of that. Trevor, thank you for your body well, of work. All the time. Due to the universities, what's what um they did to Acorn. Exactly. Go them and expose them, you know? We need we need a lot of James O'Keefe's running around. Trevor, thank you for your thank work. You, Trevor. This has been Trevor Loudon with the Unite IE Radio program. Go to trevorloudon.com to see his latest video, America Under Siege, Antifa. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you for being with us. Oh, thanks, guys. This thanks, has been the Unite IE Radio program. Tune in every Saturday at 4 p.m. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.